Hello everyone and welcome back to Cinema Gems and as always I'm your host the Admirable Admiral and as always we are in a video store somewhere in your hometown so come find us yes video stores still exist and of course you're, you're wondering wait we what do you mean we of course besides the Honorable Tesla and the fantastic Miss Frida the wonderful two beautiful dogs in the video store of course I have my co-host the illustrious butt maestro himself how's it going buddy hi uh, sorry, I'm not mad to be here. I love recording the show. Hi, Admiral. Hi, Cinemaniacs. Hi, Tesla and Frida. Uh, this episode's gonna be interesting, but you know what? You clicked on it, and you decided to listen to it, and thank you for that. Welcome back to Cinema Gems. We are another show on the internet where a bunch of opinionated nerds talk about the things we love, and occasionally the things that infuriate us just a little bit, like the thing we're talking about today. Right, Admiral? Yep. The Haunted Mansion. No, no, no. Not the one that came out in 2023. The 2003 version. Yeah, not the new supposedly pretty good one. The 2003 Eddie Murphy version. Yep. Yep. Admiral, why do I let you do yep. this to me? I don't know. <laughs> I'm unaware. <laughs> maybe, you're a, maybe you're a basicist. Maybe that's it. I, and I remember literally talking on the show last week about how much I love this show uh, for giving me an excuse to watch really fun shit every week that like is a very welcome distraction from the bullshit of real life. And then there's things like The Haunted Mansion. Yep. <laughs> so you know what? I, I guess balance, you know, to, to appreciate the good, we have to embrace the bad, too. Uh, this is the Embracing the Bad episode. So, okay, so basically, <laughs> alright, so this is what happens. So basically, uh, the they're in New Orleans. The Haunted Mansion is supposedly in New Orleans, um, in the movie, in 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 the parks. I it never is. got that detail once. You didn't see the you didn't see the the license plate that says Louisiana. No, because I was too distracted by the tiki bar that is obviously not here. Oh. Oh, and you also didn't see that they were driving on the twin span? But it doesn't make any fucking sense because the sun doesn't... The fucking twin span does... Yeah. Oh, my... The twin span does not go east or west. It goes north and south. So why would the sun set Thank in you. the north? Doesn't make any Thank fucking you. sense. Thank you. Thank you. Wait, wait. Oh, hold on, hold on. Wait, I got something else. The the movie The Curious Case of Benjamin Button also doesn't make sense because yeah. the sun also sets in the north or the or the south. That doesn't make fucking oh, sense. What one day we will get into? One day we will do Benjamin Button and list off all of the geographical nonsensical inaccuracies in that movie, uh, where they go from the French Quarter to Lakeview walking there in five minutes. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of things in that movie that don't make sense. There's a lot of things in this movie that don't make any uh, sense. So funny story. Me and Patron like to watch the curious case of Benjamin Button around the anniversary of Katrina. So. <laughs> oh God. Why? Just, just, just to be a bat. Why do you, why do you let me wa make you watch horrible movies? That's the same thing. Like. All right. Point same taken. thing. Okay. So. Fair, so fair Eddie point. Murphy yeah. and his way too hot wife, and I feel like he's like way too young. Okay, cool. Way too I was young. About to say, she could be his daughter. 
I was distracted by that the whole movie. I feel like he's at least 10, 8 to 10 years older than his than his so-called wife, um, which he can never not stop telling any characters. That's my wife. My wife. We're married. My wife. Who are you trying to convince, man? Which makes it even more sus. Are you, Who are you trying to convince? Us or her? Right. Like, what? It's fucking weird. Um, so... They're like, oh, hey, let's go over to the lake. All right, cool. He's a workaholic, obviously, which when Patron watched this movie, um, basically when he was at the Tiki Bar and some people were like, oh, wait, did you just sell their house? We're interested in selling her house. Patron was like. Thank you for mentioning the Tiki Bar because I was screaming at the TV at these two idiots (laughs) that Eddie Murphy's character is talking to in the bar that have just no boundaries, no sense of social decorum whatsoever. He's trying to get away to, like, celebrate his anniversary. Normal people would be like, oh, yeah, go do what you got to do. They keep holding him up. No uh, means no. Simple as that. Thank you. No means no. Thank you. God, this movie um, sucks. So, so... <laughs> Anyway, go on. I'm so sorry. So when Patron saw that scene, she goes, just give him your business card and go to dinner. Just give him your business card and go to dinner. What are you doing? What are you doing? So what what does he take home? He takes home a big old stuffed teddy bear with a nice watch. That's 2003 quality. Just letting you know, 2003 quality watch. Right. Um, then Then he, okay, this is the part where I knew you we're not scared, but you were just like, what the fuck? Uh, was when he had to tell his son 14 different times how to whack a spider. Yeah. I, I think the son was... was there, there is a line at which your freaking out is not helpful. And it is actually making the problem worse. Yep. Uh, and Eddie Murphy's character is not doing a good job of illustrating that to his son because he's just making the freaking out even worse. And then his his daughter comes in completely character, unannounced, never been introduced before, grabs the magazine and smashes spider. I'm like, even the other act even the other actor was like, you know what? I'm done with this scene. Go. Can we get to exactly. the next scene, please? Exactly. Can we get to the next scene? Oh. Uh, exactly. And so then they go. They they get a call from Terrence Stamp. His his ghostly voice, Terrence Stamp. Mm. Um, who? Okay, so we've talked about Eddie Murphy and some of the actors in this opening sequence that are just garbage. Uh, this movie is not all garbage actors, and it is not all garbage performances, because starting with Terrence Stamp putting in a phenomenal performance and committing to the bit and committing to the character whole fucking heartedly and using his most recent circumstances that I think you wanted to mention Admiral so, uh, yeah. to the advantage of the role. So yeah, so uh uh from what I found uh online uh and if I'm wrong, please email in at cinemagems15 at gmail.com. Um he had a sh- he was chan- uh Supreme Chancellor Valorum in uh, Phantom Menace, yes. and he did not talk or stammer yes. like he does in this role, but he had a right. Um, he he had a stroke uh, shortly after that movie came out. Um, subsequently, 
uh, in each film that he's done, that's a character trait that he has. And I think he uses to uses it to his advantage because his excellent like craft persona to use that to propel his character forward to do what he loves and be a part of the craft that he cares so much about to act when someone else doesn't want to like the fact that he had a life altering experience and still was like I'll do it and does never phones it in he's literally the Mads Mickelson of his time. Because Mad Mickelson. Absolutely. Mads Mickelson gives it 100%. I, I'm sorry. 100%. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree completely. Uh, look at, look at um, fucking Doctor yep. Strange. They didn't give him a lot to work with, but he still gave it his yep. fucking all and yep. crushed it. Just like Terrence Stamp. If you need a. A, I wouldn't even say a, you know, a Machiavellian, Shakespearean villain. Do you go to Terrence Stamp? You yeah. go to Terrence Stamp. Exactly. Get smart. Get, exactly. He is the perfect cast for the for the head of uh, Claw or Chaos. The head of Chaos in gets uh, 2008. Get smart. He is the perfect choice for that because he gives off yes just emotions and waves of just wanting chaos to wreak havoc. That's Absolutely. why Terrence Stamp is amazing, and that's why he is perfect for this role. Um, and then Absolutely we get uh, yes. Oh God, what's his face from Goofy Movie? Principal, Principal Weasler was it? Oh, uh, yeah. Wallace Shawn. Yeah. It, Mr. Inconceivable yeah. himself. Inconceivable. Um. Yeah, literally him. Rex in the Toy Story. And also he was in... He's the principal from a Goofy movie. Um, Yeah. He's he's iconic. Wallace Shawn is fucking amazing. And if anyone dares slander Wallace Shawn just for being himself in every role and being incredible in every role, uh, you will be canceled from CinemaJet. And also you have Jennifer Tilly, who is not really good in just about everything that she's in. She has a very unique voice that a lot of people find to be pretty irritating. I don't. Just saying, I found her pretty fun in every role, and uh, big props to any directors and casting agencies that can use her voice and use the knowledge that a lot of people find it kind of irritating to her advantage. Like, legit, this is a really good role. Bound. She she, she wasn't bound. And she was fucking. And her one-liners were great. They, when she's they, like, "Hold on to what?" Yes. With what? Like, what do you want me to do? Exactly. Stay here. Okay. Exactly. The fuck. The fuck do you <laughs> okay. want me to do? <laughs> what the fuck? I think she's great in this. Like I said, this movie is not all terrible actors, and it's not all terrible performances. Not by a um, long shot. Uh, and so then we find out that the house is haunted by uh, 99 ghosts, I believe. Yeah, 99 ghosts. And then uh, and then they have to perform a ceremony because uh, Mrs. Evers looks like the uh, late fiancé of the master the of the manor uh, who Terrence Stamp works for. Right, who... And 
Terrence Stamp poisoned his fiance and killed her, but at, she le- she acted like made yeah. it look like made it look like a suicide. Yeah. And by the way, the best line, yeah, the best line that Eddie Murphy delivered was the butler did it. I was like, wow. <laughs> that's like the best line because everybody's just like wait what yeah so spoiler to a 20 year old movie the butler ended up doing it wow okay yeah, right. um now look th- not saying this movie's bad but there's some points where it's just like like the whole thing with the singing heads look i like the singing heads i understand the singing heads i i love the grim grinning ghosts I'm sorry. I unironically love the. We Green don't Green need Ghosts. six songs. Uh, it's my we favorite part of the movie. We don't need six songs. You know, it was just used for filler when they realized they didn't have enough. Because wasn't to make this a movie, movie like it, technically it's only like an hour and twenty three minutes? So, <laughs> so that was like yeah. they're like, all right, we got five minutes. Let's just do this. So let's just do it. All right, she'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. Hey, Dad, I found the key. Now you're just making up songs at this point. You're just making up songs. What? Uh, the ghosts were the ghosts were good. Uh, the bit with the ghost and, oh, he won't see you. He's really weird. He can literally fucking say that he sees you. He sees you. What is your problem? What are you talking about? Look. Right. Look. Right. I'm not... Uh, I'm not saying this movie is horrible. I'm not saying it's unwatchable. I'm just saying... I would rather not watch this movie. It, it is very cringy. It's early 2000s. Of course it is. Of course it is. It's it's very cringy aimed at kids, but not fully committed to, okay, what do kids exactly. want? It's made with a lot exactly. of assumptions. Like, what fucking 13-year-old knows Latin? I've studied it for three years. So you've been studying Latin you. since you were 10? What? What is going on? So, all right, the scene with the spiders. How did yeah. you feel about the scene with the spiders? Uh, the the spiders looked so obviously fake okay. that it didn't bother me. And the the actor wasn't doing a great job of selling that they are like genuinely scared of these okay. things. So, like, there's not a lot of genuine fear for them to overcome. Okay, you know I thought you were I mean? gonna be like, be like, oh, well, I was actually very intrigued and wanted to go and help out the child because I knew that they were fake. I wanted to help Eddie Murphy. Yeah. I thought you wanted to help Eddie Murphy. Sorry. Get him out of there. Um. <laughs> and, and then, like, look. I've already we've already discussed this movie. Okay, so here on Cinema Gems we have a full gem an amazing movie, half gem an all right movie, no gem a horror movie. But Maestro, you have been racking around in your brain. Before we start recording, you have been racking around in your brain. Exactly. If this movie, what gem rating do you give it? A Haunted Mansion, two thousand three, Eddie Murphy's version. So I. Like the Admiral said, I've been going back and forth whether this is a no gem because it it is not very enjoyable to watch versus a very busted off half gem because there are some good elements of it. It's a mess. And those good elements are all over the place and poorly organized. And the plot twists are, you can see them coming from a mile away. Uh, But I feel like I have to get, give credit to some of the hard work that was clearly put into this movie. Even if, 
it wasn't by Eddie Murphy, clearly. Um, but I guess that's the, the, the teacher in me where I can't in good conscience give something a failing grade if there's clearly some effort put into it. So I think this Haunted Mansion movie is a very messy, very scattered everywhere half gem. Okay. Um, I... Like, the, the pieces are there, but it's they're not in the right place. I don't know. I feel like half this movie is a no-gem, and half this movie is a half-gem. So I, I don't know what yeah. to give it. I don't know. A half, <laughs> in between a half-gem and a no-gem, somewhere in there is 2003's Eddie Murphy, Haunted Mansion. Somewhere in there, yeah. in the deep recesses of the gray area of that, that's where, that's where Eddie Murphy's Haunted Mansion is. No, I, I um, agree And completely. you want to talk about um, the, uh, the composer of the music of Eddie Murphy's Haunted Mansion. Because you did mention that that yes. was your like, favorite part of it. Mark Mancina's music uh, was very good in this movie and did stand out and make some of the... Uh, um, it makes some of the suspense actually come out as suspense, uh, unlike what some of the actors were doing. Uh, he's done a lot of uh, composition work, um, specifically scoring uh, for Hans Zimmer, uh, Speed, Bad Boys, Twister, Tarzan, Training Day. Brother Don't forget Bear, Con Air. Lines, Don't forget Con Moana. Air. He's Con Air. He's not. Uh, he didn't compose the original themes for those movies, but when a composer like Zimmer made essentially a demo of, here's what I want this to sound like, Mark Mancina came in and scored it for a full orchestra, and then recording oh. went through. So he was kind of a, he was kind of a, a middleman in the oh, composition okay. process. Okay. It, it'd be like if I took... If, if I did a mm -hmm. theme song for Cinema Gems and did my thing on my piano mm -hmm. and in Audacity and then sent that to someone with a bigger studio and more software to write it out mm. for more instruments, oh, okay. it'd be like that. Oh. Um, and we're up. I, I would send it out to someone like Mark Mancina, who has the resources to make that into a big, fully realized oh. orchestral score. So we're, we're looking at you, Mancina. We're looking at you. Um, I mean, if if he wanted to take the welcome to the video store thing and put that in the Grim Burning Ghosts, <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Uh, do you want to? That'd be. Do really you want to talk about cool, Rob uh, Minkoff, uh, the director, uh, because he did uh, the the first yeah. two Stuart Little. Wait, there's not. Yeah, there's a third one, but that's animated. The first two Stuart Little movies. Um, he he did Mr. Peabody and Sherman. He did. Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank, uh, the movie that came out last year that nobody watched except me and Jim Strangepork. And he also worked on The Black Cauldron and The Great Fucking Mouse yeah. Detective. And The Brave Little right. Toaster. And he worked on, he, he did a lot of animation for those. Uh, he did The Little Mermaid. Um, and he also. Uh, helped with the shorts of the who framed roger rabbit you know the shorts that they have on disney plus uh, about baby herman and roger rabbit he right. did those he directed those right uh he also did honey i shrunk the kids 
Okay. Um, uh, he yeah. was a he was approached to direct Beauty and the Beast, but uh, he wanted cre- uh, like creative control, and Disney's like, no. And he's like, well, I'm out. I'm out. So yeah. I mean, I'm not. Yeah. I'm I'm not saying uh, that he was wrong to do that, but Disney had a vision, and he. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, look, guys. We can go on about everything about the director, the composer, and everything, but we're here not to talk about that. We're here because one of us watched the new Haunted Mansion of that came out of the 2023 version. And it wasn't the butt maestro. It was, <laughs> it was me. Not. It was me. Um, I actually really enjoyed it. Now, granted, it had a really... Super low, just like Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, had a super low bar to pass to be okay. Just like this one had a super low yeah. bar pass to be okay. It made me actually feel like I was in New Orleans. It made me feel, oh, wow, this is cool. Oh, wow. Oh, okay, cool. Ha- okay. Hands down, best Jared Leto performance because you didn't see his fucking face. All you heard was his voice. All you heard was his voice. That's all he got paid for. Because when you go to Jared Leto and you want 30 seconds to Mars, what do you do? Do you want to see his face or do you want to hear him? You want to hear it. Yeah. yeah. So that's why he plays the hatbox ghost perfectly because you don't see his fucking face. It's just his voice. It's just his... And I don't know if they tuned it right or not. Maybe he can do that with his voice. But this is my favorite role he's ever done. Because I didn't see his face. Sorry, I'm not a big Jared Leto lover. Sorry. No, my, that's fair. That's my, totally fair. My favorite movies are the one he dies in, like American Psycho. Like, when he dies in that role, I'm like, okay, I like that role. Like, you know, I thought that was good. But this one is by far my favorite. Oh, my God. Like, Tiffany Haddish was good in it. But, I mean, look, I'm not saying... Patron said it best. I feel like her jokes were a little bit too much. And then me and Lord Niraz... We're walking out of the movie theater and we just turn to her and go, we feel like she's honing her craft because some of her jokes landed and some of her jokes didn't. So she's kind, she's, she's seeing what works and what doesn't so she can, you know, hone her comedy in. Um, and then you got characters like Danny DeVito. That was perfect in that role, but, but wish they would have been in the movie more. Yeah. Um, and then you have Owen Wilson. I'm so glad he did not say wow in this entire... Maybe that's what, maybe that's what D- Disney's like. Hey, can we not say wow in every role? Like, can you not? Like, can, can we ignore that particular part of his contract yeah. in every movie? Yeah. Um, and, and then you got uh, Lakeith Stanfield, uh, who uh, is from Atlanta and also Sorry to Bother You. Um, he yeah. plays the, the main character in this one. He's really good. Uh, and you also have Rosario Dawson. She literally, I forgot that she was Ahsoka because she did such a great fucking job in this role. She is such okay. an amazing actor. Like, legit, yeah. when, I, when I saw it, I was like, halfway through the movie, I was like, oh shit, she's Ahsoka. Like, fuck. Like, she, I, she was lost in this role. Um, movie's not doing so well. It's on a $150 million budget. Of the new Haunted Mansion, and it's only made like thirty-four million. So yeah, because it came out right after Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah, they should have waited. 
Uh, oh, and also uh, JLC, Jamie Lee Curtis, JLC, did a yeah. great job with what she was given. What she was given. Even the kid was good. Um, I really highly suggest people to go and wa- out and watch it if you can. Please, it's really, it's better than what you think it is. It's not bad. It's it's almost a full gym, but I feel like it was released around Halloween time. It might have been a fuller gym. Thank you. I was about to say, why it doesn't make sense that this wasn't released around Halloween. Well, it's because they switched the Marvels and this. They switched the dates because they felt like people oh. were getting too enamored with Marvel movies, so they switched them. Or too tired of Marvel movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they switched them, uh, and they made this come out in the middle of July. Well, the end of July. So yeah, I mean, even September would have been better. Like just wait a couple weeks and it would have been perfect. Um, yeah. And no, I, I really liked it. You know what? I'll watch it again. Uh, when it comes to Disney plus, which hopefully it is coming probably around Halloween. That would be good. Maybe we could record that one. Maybe we talk about that movie. But whatever. Um, the other main thing I have to talk about but Maestro is Patron's yes. joke made me laugh so hard. She goes, the only unrealistic thing about the new Haunted Mansion movie. Have you seen the trailers for it? I, I, I Briefly? Okay. So I you, don't know. So the scene where they go to the, to the NOPD. And they and the NOPD is like, oh yeah, we can help you. Patron just looks at me and goes, most unrealistic thing in the entire movie. <laughs> NOPD, not our problem, dude. Most unrealistic thing in the movie. Um, <laughs> when they went She's into the not wrong. when they went into the ghost world, it was amazing. It was beautiful. It was it was the the imagery was amazing. At one point, they say that. Um, you go you you go into the ghost room you astral project you know blow like they did some other fancy term but it's basically just astral projection so in the movie me patron and lord niraz are sitting like in the middle of the in the middle of the row like in the middle of we got hardly anybody around us and then all of a sudden we hear the snoring happening behind us in the top <laughs> row behind us i legit turn to patron and go wow they're astral projecting into the movie she wow. lost it at that point. She thought it was hilarious. She thought it was fucking That's hilarious. fucking funny. Yeah, look, guys, I would say go check out this movie. It's not as bad as you think it is. It's better than the than the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion. Please go check it out. But thank you for listening to Cinema Gems. Thank you, Marty and the Arrogant Observer, for allowing us to be on your website, lowrainpictures.com. Also, Kevin George. Thank you for letting us use your music, buddy. And also, guys, just remember that you can email us at cinemagems15 at gmail.com. And also, yep, yep. Um, the, uh, the Instagram, which I have been lacking in posting. Sorry. Life is a thing. Um, but yeah, yep. Cinemagems Pod. And the Twitter slash X account is Cinemagems underscore pod. But guys, there you go. The main thing we have to talk about is. That things are going on in this world that you cannot control. And it is fine. You should not be able to control them. You need to relax. Just don't worry about anybody else but yourself. And if you want the people around you, allow them in if you want them. But it's up to you. It's your choice. Just relax. Don't worry about a lot of things happening at once that you can't control. Take a breath and do your best.
That's all anyone can really do. Uh, thank you, as always, to all our amazing Cinemaniacs and Swapper Jacks friends and family. We love y'all so much. Thank you for the constant feedback and encouragement. Uh, and you know the email. You know the other contact stuff. You know how to tell us uh, that, you know, tell us we can do better because we want to. <laughs> yep. And next week, we have a very special guest that's going to be better than either of us combined. We literally will yep. not, like, his greatness is in sheer loss of our standing on top of each other. Even with the dogs. Admiral, do you, Even, do you, do you have the sound bit? Um, I have the sound bit. I'm going to play it at the end. But I do have the sound bit that I'm going to do okay. later. But guys, before we go, just remember to take some time for yourself. You cannot pour from an empty cup. And remember, do not light a candle Four ways to make a fire windmill. <laughs> Relax. I forgot about the fire windmill. Jesus Christ. It makes no sense. How did you forget, man? You said that's one of the funniest things I've ever said to you. <laughs> Thank you, Admiral. We love y'all. See y'all next week. All right, guys. Just remember to wipe your hooves and see you later. But remember, black lives always matter. Always. Bye, guys. Love y'all.